It's time for another episode of the Franchise Business Radio Show, broadcasting live from the Pro Business Channel Studios in Atlanta, sponsored by Franchise Intellect, knowledge of the franchise community for franchise selection. More info at FranchiseIntellect.com. Also made possible in part by Franchise.City, a better way to buy a franchise. More info at Franchise.City. And FranServe, the world's largest franchise consulting and expansion organization. More info at FranServe.com. Now, here's your host, certified franchise consultant, Pamela Curry. Welcome to another great episode of Franchise Business Radio. This is your host, Pamela Curry. Uh, along with uh, me, uh, we have two guests uh, on the show today. Very excited about that. We have Jeff Konopak with Deck Medic, uh, which is a unique home improvement franchise and a business that someone can actually get into under 100000 And we're going to dive into that and learn a little bit more about it. Um, and when we think about investing in a business, um, we have to think about what is going to be our investment strategy. How are we going to go about funding it? And I'm excited to say we have a return guest, Larry Carnell with Benetrends. And Larry is going to um, educate us on the different ways and funding programs that Benetrends offers. With that being said, um, I do want to share with our listeners, what is the mission of the Franchise Business Radio Show? It is to have a platform to bring business professionals together to connect, educate, and collaborate to serve the franchise community and those considering franchise ownership. Let's go ahead and welcome our first guests, Jeff Konopak. Jeff, welcome to the Franchise Business Radio Show. Thank you, Pam. It's good to have you. I'd like to tell our guests a little bit about you and your background. Uh, Jeff is the VP of Franchise Development for Deck Medic, and it's my understanding that you had uh, some great influence on them actually franchising their business. If you wouldn't mind, Jeff, share a little bit about your background and, and how you got involved with Deck Medic. I'd actually started off uh, while I was in college working for one of the college painting company. It was kind of a pseudo franchise. Uh, when I graduated, I did like it. I liked dealing with customers. I liked uh, the customer service side of it. So I opened up my own painting company and uh, did that for almost 20 years. Um, got to the point where we had our second child and, you know, you don't own a business. It owns you. And my wife said, you know, mm-hmm. you need to spend more time here with me and a new baby. So uh, I had known the guy that owned my step back and one that owned both Mike's decorating and they also owned uh, what was called Deck Bright at the time. And we, you know, we've been talking, you know, we, you know, people at the paint store, so we spent some time together and, and he decided to buy my business, buy me out, and I went to go work with him. Uh, but I quickly found out that I don't like working for the people. So not, not that I don't like Mike, it's just I don't think I prefer being my own boss. So what we ended up doing was going through and uh, I, in the time I was there for the painting, I was, you know, nosing around. I saw that he had the, the deck painting company, started looking at those numbers over the winter. And I pointed out some things we could do to change and make it better. So he let me take it and run with it. As we would try and grow, uh, we, you know, you try and grow and, and add people in different offices in the Chicago area. Well, the problem with employees is that they're really focused on their check in two weeks. Mm. Whereas with the deck restoration business, we want to have customers come back in two years. And so we just felt that the best way for us to really grow was with owners, people who had, you know, skin in the game, people who were focused on the long-term growth of their particular business, not uh, employees who were just worried about not getting in trouble and getting paid every couple of weeks. 
Uh, the big difference between doing a job good enough to get paid on a job, and another set uh, of, of, of concentration where you focus on their homework with the customer service and make sure they're happy enough not only to pay now, but to actually pay us again in two years and two years later, two years after that. Mm-hmm. So we, we decided to go this route. It did take some time longer than we thought. Uh, we did have to do a name change, which we weren't happy about at the time, uh, going from Dex Wright to Dex Medic. But as it turned out, um, you know, we spent two years fighting it for no reason because everybody likes Dex Medic better. It kind of uh, says what it is we do better than Dex Wright did. So uh, finally, 2016, we got the opportunity to uh, you know, offer our first FDB and start franchising. Um, it's been slower than we think, but you know, we, we like it. We're happy with the guys we have. You know, they're all people and they're good people and we, we're, we get to work with them closely on their businesses. Uh, we're small, with only 14 franchises now, but we've already got uh, three more set up for next year. And then hopefully we'll have even a few more that will be coming on board next year. I'd like to get to at least 20 next year. But, uh, you know, so I, I like it. You know I mean? I, I like the fact that I, I own my own franchise. I get to do that and I'm good at it. Uh, and I need to take that experience and all that knowledge and share it with all the other owners. And they all are really good about sharing with one another and helping each other out. Since we have protected territory, there's no over, you know, competition within an area. You guys aren't mm-hmm. fighting for uh, a condo association or a management company or an insurance company. You know, everything, everybody just works within their own little uh, borders and then helps each other out. Uh, mm-hmm. We're much more family so, and franchise, and, and I like that. So, Jeff, you're really hitting on some really, I think, interesting points for for any business that starts off, right? You start off as a, as a founder, you're refining those proven methods of operation, and then you determine, hey, let's go ahead and we want to grow our concept and we want to do it through a franchising strategy, which obviously you started back in 2016 to make that happen, and um, only a couple years ago. So you are what I would classify as, you know, an emerging franchise opportunity, and uh, definitely fulfilling sort of a unique niche uh, in that space. Would you go ahead and tell our listeners what exactly does Deck Medic do? I don't want to just depend on the name. I think it's a great brand name. But what is it that you offer? Well, any kind of outdoor wood restoration. Um, obviously, Deck is our main focus, especially in most of the markets we're in. Uh, you know, uh, but we do fences. Um, Play sets, pergolas, uh, gazebos, uh, wood furniture, uh, uh, log cabins, wood siding if you've got uh, an oil-based stain on there. Uh, we're not painters, but uh, anything that's got kind of a stain on it, we can clean it and restain it for you if it's outside. We don't do inside floors or anything like that. We focus mainly on the exterior product. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in addition to that, obviously we're there. We have all the equipment. We have all the chemicals. So we offer a lot of car washing services as kind of an add-on. Uh-huh. Where we'll, you know, do a quote and then I'll say, hey, you know what? We can wash your house for another $300. So, and they're like, point of purchase sale. And they'll, oh, sure, go ahead and do that. Or the concrete cleaning or favorite patio cleaning. So we offer those services as well, taking care of hardscapes as well as the softer woodscapes that are out there. Uh, but obviously the main focus of what we do, what we specialize in, what really separates us from everybody else is not only our process for deck restoration, but also the products that we use, mm-hmm. uh, which are we feel are superior to everything else that's out there. Oh, that's great. And um, I'm just kind of curious because I know you do have a focus more, like you said, on the exterior. 
is does this business then lend itself to certain geographical markets or seasonalities? I, I, you know, we're like, I'm, I'm here in the Chicagoland market mm-hmm. and where we've got maybe a seven month a year season. Uh, we do have a guy that uh, in Christmas lights over the wintertime. And it's, you'd be struck, shocked if you knew what people would pay to have the Christmas lights put on in a cold weather climate up north and then have us come back and take them down in January. Mm. Uh, we have a, one of our franchise owners over in northwest Indiana originally started getting into Christmas lights to keep his sexting guys busy over the holidays. Well, now we make so much money doing uh, Christmas lights. And now he says he keeps the deck business to keep his Christmas lights guys busy for seven months a year in the summer. So it's it just, uh, you know, I like the seasonality of it. I like having that I work really hard for seven to nine months a year. I make a really good living doing it. And then I've got three or four months a year that I can take off. Mm. Um, now, we have a franchise down in North Carolina. Uh, they're, they're working 11 months a year. And so they get they still take off of like mid-December, off of the holidays come back with the first home shows mid-January and then go at it again. They have a longer season. Uh, they can get more work done with fewer guys and fewer vehicles. Uh, but, you know, again, I've always been here in Illinois, and so I kind of like the fact that, you know, we've got this window to really push it hard. We're, we're more of a sprint, less of a marathon down in uh, down south. I think work year-round, that'd be more of a marathon for a whole year. We've got to get it done while we have the sunny days. We have maybe a hundred sunny, dry days a year here, so we get we really rock it when we can. And I, I like that push, 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 and then we're off. You know, I usually go. You know, the guys will go from Easter to Thanksgiving. Usually, I'm trying to be done by Thanksgiving. Sometimes the weather allows us to go past that, but we're just finishing things up. But I'm off for the holidays. I, we have a place down in Tennessee, Florida, where I get to go, and uh, I don't do the Christmas lights. I mean, me personally, I'd rather hang out at the beach in Florida on January rather than hang off a ladder pulling frozen lights out of, out of a gutter uh, <laughs> when it's 50, minus 50 degrees out in, in Chicagoland. But that's just me. I'm a little crazy. Um, <laughs> you know, but you, we have options for what what uh, people can do. So yeah, if they, based on live up north, mm-hmm. they, they can do other things where they snow plowing or Christmas lights or do what I do. I mean, we, um, um, all, our franchises do very well. I mean, you're not going to become a millionaire, but they make a good good living doing what we do. And you do work a year's hours uh, worth of hours in those nine months. We're kind of like teachers, but just kind of a little bit of a reverse schedule. That's funny you should say that. that. And then, yeah, I was just I was just thinking that that was sort of funny you should say that. I was like kind of kind of I kind of thought of me to myself, hey, it's kind of like a teacher's schedule. Let's talk about the end customer real yeah. quick. Now, I, I know most of your customers are homeowners, uh, but do you have some franchisees that um, not only do B2C, meaning business to consumer or, or homeowners, uh, but what about B2B, business to business? Do you have any customers that are actually businesses? Yeah, especially a lot of restaurants that have... Um, uh, wood decks that are out there. Uh, we're a service right. company, so there's a lot of times we're out there uh, doing it at night or on holidays when they're closed. Um, actually, we kind of took advantage of this past COVID experience with, uh, you know, we were busier than ever with everybody kind of sequestered at home, looking at the decks, our phones are ringing off the hook. Mm. Uh, it certainly didn't affect our business other than in a positive way where we were super busy, but it did give us the opportunity now with a lot of businesses where 
shut down and weren't allowed to have customers. So we went through and were doing quite a few restaurants where they've got that outdoor bar and they weren't right. worried about having it, you know, close that area closed off for a certain amount of time. The other thing we do a lot of and that we're real popular with is the condo association. Mm. Just because there they want somebody that knows what they're doing and we've been doing it for 30 years. They want a company that's legitimate and insured. All of our, our workers are payroll employees. We don't sub any to work out. Okay. And, you know, when we offer great service because when we go to a condo association, we're not a company that only does big condo associations where we don't treat everybody as individuals. Mm-hmm. Our main focus is, is residential homeowners. So when we go there, we may be dealing with a management company and, and handling 98 units uh, that time through in a condo association. We still like to go through and we'll treat each every each of those 98 unit owners as individual homeowners and be nice and polite to them and move their furniture if they need to help them out, you know, clean their windows. You know, one thing I like about my employees is that uh, I focus on make sure I have nice guys because we're in somebody's home. We're not in their home, but we're at their home. We're in their backyard. Mm-hmm. You know, I want people who work for me that I would feel comfortable having around my wife and my children. Sure. And so they're nice guys. So they come out there, they, they're happy to do it. They're, 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 they like dealing with the customers. I mean, even though they're out, they have a job to do, it's my job to do the quotes and deal with the, deal with the customers and the scheduling communication. Uh, the customers are there a lot of times. And so they're talking to them, want to see the process, what's going on. Uh, we're big in the repeat business. So I go out of my way to try and make sure I send the same team back to redo that back uh, in two or three years when it's time for the maintenance coach. Uh-huh. You know, most of my team leaders have been here several years. And so, you know, they've, they've seen that same job and they go back and the customers know them. They always will call and request them. Mm-hmm. And so it, it says, you know, it's almost like a route. and not really like, a, you know, where they're going every day to the same store for dropping off donuts. But it's where they get to know that customer. They know the, the where the house is. They know where the water is. They know that the, the gate is. So, you know, it, it's convenient for them and homeowners seem to appreciate it. So when we do condo associations, you know, people like the fact that our guys are all, you know, there and they're more used to the customer service that is required of a service company like ours. Makes sense. So, no, I, I can definitely see the appeal and I hear the excitement in your voice around, uh, you know, around the business itself. I mean, there are a lot of uh, great value points that you've already mentioned, the B2C as well as the B2B, not only recession-proof, but also pandemic-proof, uh, the repeat business. You know, all of those, uh, I guess all of those items are very, very appealing to many, many different business owners. I do want to talk about what does it mean to be an operator, because you kind of were hitting on that. Is this what you would classify as an executive model where you are working on the business and not in the business? Talk to us a little bit about the day in the life of a franchisee. Uh, we prefer, and again, we're open to all types. You know, we've got some guys that are what we, we classify as man in the van, okay. where they like going out, they like doing the work, or they're in a market where there's just not that many people. And so they're in the van doing quotes in the afternoons or evenings or weekends and actually producing the work themselves. Um, I have five teams. I don't have time to do anything. Um, I don't even do my own deck. My guys will go wash it because my wife doesn't like to wash it. And then we're so busy, I make her stain it because we just don't have the time. You know, we're always so busy from springtime. Uh, so most of the owners are more like me where they're uh, owner-operators, where they're the ones who will go out and, you know, make sure the marketing is being done. And again, of course, corporate helps with all that stuff. 
but they do the marketing. They go out and schedule the appointments. They go out and do the quotes. We have software that they use for the estimating process. Uh, we, we, in a normal year, we always pr- uh, print quotes right there in the truck in the driveway and then walk right back up to the front door with a, with a quote. And more than half the time, we'll walk out with a deposit check. Mm. Uh, obviously, this year has been a little different because of everything going on early on with the COVID stuff. So, you know, we, we were doing more email quotes than we would normally do. I prefer to come out, meet with you, take a look at his back, uh, write up the quote in the driveway, walk right back up, here's your proposal. Mm. Um, but this year we did do a lot more email quotes, but then the, the owner is doing the quotes, the estimates, the sales. Uh, he does the scheduling. He does uh, the interviewing, the hiring, the, the, the scheduling of the work and the workers. Mm-hmm. Uh, he makes sure that, uh, you know, he knows his people. You can't, you got a guy that's afraid of heights, you're not going to send him to a balcony. You know, or to a, a, mm-hmm. a pergola. You'll turn around and send one of the other guys that are better at those kind of jobs. You know, you have a job that's got paper patios all around it. That's got to be neat. We send your neater team there. Maybe one of the other teams goes somewhere else. So that's part of what the job is. And you're doing payroll. And we use ADP, but you still got to process it, get the hours in, get everything right. You know, do payables and billables, and you know, kind of wearing all the hats. And you're mm-hmm. the chief bottle washer as well as the chief executive. You know, and so you've got to be able to handle all that. Um, you've got to be good communicator. So you've got to be good with uh, talking to the homeowner and explaining our process. I mean, we have too much work. We never have to really work hard to sell it. We don't, we always believe it's underselling and over delivering, but it's about educating them what it is that we do, our five step process we're known for, why we feel these steps are important, and let the homeowner make that decision for themselves if they want to, you know, pay the extra premium and have us do the work. And then you've got to also still be able to deal with all of our blue collar workers, mm-hmm. you know, and deal with the issues that they're dealing with. And, and you know, it's a different model. So you're, you're trying to make sure and entice them to come in and make sure they're working every day. And, you know, you, you get that text, you know, I can't come in today. I mean, my mom mm-hmm. reminded me I had court this morning. Mm-hmm. You know, and you have to say, well, you're 35 living at home. Why is your mom telling you you got court this morning? But <laughs> that's what you deal with and you roll with, you know. Yeah. So you just make sure that you know, uh, you've got that ability and you have enough employees where the vehicles leave the parking lot every day and they go out and they get jobs produced. Right. You know, and, and you, you can't, you cannot be a type A personality with a schedule set because again, God and mother nature will laugh at your schedule and it'll mm. wait for two weeks. Yeah. So you've got to be able to roll with that. So that's, that's really what the role is. You're, you're kind of encompassed. You're doing, you're, you're touching on all aspects of the business. Sounds like, no, thank you for that. That really gives some great insight and a snapshot of what it would be like to be a franchisee of Deck Medic. And, and with that being said, I think one of the other value points um, that I made on the front end of this show is that it's an affordable business to get into. Uh, for a single unit, what is your estimated initial investment for a prospective franchisee? Uh, to be brand new that doesn't have a truck or a van already, um, you know, and a lot of people already have a pickup that they can use, but if most say they don't, usually we tell everybody the all in right around 75000 Okay. Uh, that'll still leave you with plenty of money left over to cover initial bills. Um, you can get by with a little as 50, especially if you've already got a pickup truck or something, you know, used for business that you would turn around and, and, and put our logos and get the wrapping done and, and go from there. Absolutely. Um, you know, the, the, Territory fee is thirty seven five, but beyond that, you just need you know equipment inside the van. We have packages set up uh, with Sherwin Williams and with our own 
equipment to go get everything going. And then, you know, you got to have a vehicle and get a wrap and mm-hmm. some money for initial marketing costs to get up and going. You know, you really just need to get, you know, kind of started. Each one of our jobs tends to replace itself. Everybody's looking for a good contract. Everybody's looking for a good deck guy. And they see us in the neighborhood where we have very visual with our, our logos and our, our vehicles and our lawn signs at every job. So people see us and they're always coming over asking how, hey, how they do and, oh, they're great. And you give them a call. And so each one of our jobs tends to replace itself. We just really need that initial push every spring to get out there and get the truck out on the road and working. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you very much for sharing that. And just to kind of wrap up, I I do want to tell our listeners that you also have a proprietary product. Um, I know that you make your own 100% oil-based stain. Uh, So obviously that is a unique differentiator for DECMedic. And if anyone is actually interested in learning more about DECMedic, obviously they can contact me and I will uh, get them in touch with you uh, if they're interested in learning about what it would be like to become a prospective franchisee. Thank you so much for sharing, Jeff. Uh, what a great, affordable no home improvement concept. Uh, and just kind of talking about an investment budget, you know, whenever anybody is considering a franchise or becoming a business owner, one of the number one things that they need to take into consideration is this, how am I going to go about funding it? What aligns for me? What is going to be a wise investment strategy for me, if I want to become a franchise owner. Uh, with that being said, um, I'm going to segue into our expert that's going to talk to us a little bit about that, uh, Larry Carnell uh, with Benetrends. Larry is actually returning guest. Hey, Larry, last time you were in the studio. Yes, I was. <laughs> Times have changed, and uh, now we have you as a virtual guest. Uh, but it's great to hear your voice, and I'm really excited for our listeners uh, to get educated by you because you are just a wealth of knowledge when it comes to uh, funding and what is a wise investment strategy. Uh, just to give everybody a little bit of a, a backdrop on Larry, uh, he was a former NAE Entrepreneur of the Year recipient, uh, an international national award-winning franchise expert and speaker. Uh, he has uh, been Fortune Magazine Top 100 Most Admired Company award-winning advisors and national trainer. And he, we like to call him Mr. Robs. And, and we're going to get into that and, and why. He's the person who helped first introduce retirement asset funding to the business and franchise community decades ago. Don't date yourself there, Larry. <laughs> but definitely <laughs> definitely nationally recognized as a subject, mag- uh, subject matter expert, lecturer, and speaker. And I know you've helped thousands and thousands of people buy, sell, and design exit strategies for their business. And um, that's what we're going to dive into today. So listeners, tune in if you're trying to think about what would be a wise investment strategy. Larry, can you kick us off and, and tell us a little bit about Benetrends, the company you're with? Yeah, Benetrends has become the nation's number one one-stop funding resource in the country for the franchise and business community. We're actually the only funding resource ever endorsed by the International Franchise Association. That's somewhat unusual because the IFA has always taken the position to be neutral. But when the funding community collapsed a decade ago, and on top of that was what happened with COVID, they realized without reliable funding that they cannot advance the, the business or franchise community. 
And in a national survey, they found that we had extremely high satisfaction rates, but more importantly, we had an extremely high approval rate. Right now, when you go to local lenders, local lenders are denying as much as 70 to 80% of startup loans. And it's taken as much as twice as long to get a loan approved as what it did even six months ago. Mm. So having a reliable resource that will maximize your potential to obtain capital and, more importantly, provide you multiple options rather than one option, say a bank loan, uh, having multiple options to provide a combination of funding resources to help you get approved maximizes your potential to obtain the necessary capital to acquire the business you're looking at. Benetrends uh, provides all kinds of funding, SBA, microloans, unsecured, security-backed lending, leasing. We also pioneered the program that allows you to use retirement funds, tax penalty, debt-free, called the Rainmaker Plan, that forces the government to assume up to 50% of the financial risk of starting a business, and a new program called the Rainmaker Advantage Plan that allows you to buy a business and never pay taxes ever on the game. Um, as an award-winning entrepreneur, entrepreneur and background in accounting and finance, it's my belief it's not how much wealth you accumulate in life, it's how much you keep. This is the primary mistake that I see from people that started businesses years ago when they go to sell the business. Because they didn't think about their exit strategy, they were only focused on funding, they end up giving hundreds of thousands of dollars away to the government that they could have avoided if they had had a conversation with us on the front row. Wow. Yeah, great. Uh, so, Mr. Robs, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to throw around the Robs acronym too loosely. Can we, for for our listeners, um, explain what we mean by Robs? And then I'd like to dive into, uh, like you said, the Rainmaker program as well as the Rainmaker Advantage plan. But first, what does Robs mean? Robs are rollovers for business startups. It's the ability to use pre-tax retirement funds, tax penalty, debt-free to start a business. The very first business ever started using that program, the very first franchise business acquisition was actually one of my clients. I was not an employee of Benetton. I'd been an award-winning entrepreneur, uh, franchise expert when I learned about this program, and I felt it would revolutionize the way the program would help people uh, get into business, but more importantly, help them keep the wealth that they accumulated. In my opinion right now, because of what's happening, it's not how much wealth you accumulate again, it's how much you keep, and there's some things happening that could adversely affect your ability to protect yourself, your family, and your children down the road. So this is a program designed to help you not only fund the business, this program can also be used in combination with other funding options, such as unsecured funding or the Small Business Administration loan to help you leverage a larger business acquisition and forever protect that wealth beyond the grave in many cases. Mm -hmm. uh, so I know, um, thank you for that, by the way, very, very helpful. And I, I want to just also let our listeners know that um, the rollover program is only if it is uh, 
retirement funds from a previous employer, not a current employer. Is that correct? Generally, that's correct. Unless you have an issue where you work with a past employer and you rolled funds into your current employer's plan, any money you've moved from a past employer, you can still use and be aware with the, the CARE Act, the COVID situation, there are ways to access those retirement funds if there's been some adverse effect in your family because of COVID. Either you had a spouse and has been laid off, or either one of you have physically uh, gotten the COVID virus. There are ways to access even funds with current employers. And not to go into all those details, details yeah. if you have questions, obviously you can reach out to me and I can tell you how to do that. Excellent. No, thank you for that. Um, I know things are always shifting, especially in our environment today. Uh, tell us a little bit about the Rainmaker Advantage plan. The Rainmaker Advantage program is a program I helped introduce that has some very significant advantages over the traditional ROD program or what we commonly refer to as our basic Rainmaker plan. Mm-hmm. Um, this program is literally preferred uh, as much as four times more than the basic ROBS program. And the ROBS program has become one of the fastest growing forms of funding in the country. Uh, first of all, the ROBS program uh, has several advantages. Both of these programs have several advantages. First of all, they're totally debt-free funding. There's no loan payment, no interest payment. A 20-year stay by the Department of Labor found people that use strictly bank financing are out of business in five years. But people using the uh, the WAVS program or the new Rainmaker Advantage program are still in business five years later. Uh, literally, there's uh, because there's less debt, there's a shorter time to profitability, and instead of a 50% failure rate, 90% of those people are still in business five years later. That's pretty significant. Mm-hmm. Uh, the biggest advantage of both of these programs is they create a vehicle where the entire business, its assets, income, and future appreciation becomes a retirement plan asset. This is extremely important in light of things that have happened since the turn of the century. The fastest growing erosion of wealth and projected to accelerate uh, in the future are healthcare-related issues. Bankruptcy due to healthcare-related issues has tripled since the 1990s. Mm. If you structure a business strictly with cash or a bank loan, the entire business, its assets, income, and future appreciation can be seized by creditors. But we can show you how to use a minimum of $10,000, create a vehicle where 100% of the business and the appreciation, even after the business is sold, is protected for surviving spouse and children. The Rainmaker Advantage program is quite different from the Rainmaker or Basic Robs program in that the Robs program uses pre-tax dollars. The Rainmaker Advantage program converts part or all of your retirement funds to a Roth retirement plan. Let's say for simplicity's sake, you're buying a $100,000 business. Mm-hmm. You can take as little as $10,000 combined with cash and a bank loan, convert the $10,000 to a Roth vehicle, combine that with $10,000 in cash, and buy a business, finance the rest through a bank loan. 
we take the cash by all the common stock. I'm sorry, we take the retirement funds by all the common stock. Any cash we put in the business, we buy preferred stock. Now we fast forward, sell that business down the road for a million dollars. This program, because the business is now owned by a Roth retirement plan, it has several distinct major advantages. Number one, 100% of the gain of that business is now considered tax-free. What would normally cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars in taxes, you, your spouse, your children, will never pay tax. That's excellent. More importantly, it creates a vehicle where the wealth is protected for the rest of your life. Money in a traditional IRA is only protected to your 72 years of age. Then the government forces you to take required minimum distribution at 72 years of age, forces the money out of the protection of the retirement plan into an unprotected checking or savings account at a point in your life where you're at the highest risk of having these major personal liability issues. In fact, experts have shown we will spend more money the last two years of our life at 78, 78, 77, 78 years age of our ages in out-of-pocket expenses than we will have spent the entire previous 75 to 76 years of our life. Wow. So it becomes very important to have lifelong wealth protection. With this program, Roth retirement plans are never subject to required minimum distribution. If you live to be 100 years of age, this wealth is forever protected for you, your spouse, and more importantly for the children. If the money was in a traditional IRA, children are often in their late 40s when their parents passed away. When that happens, according to payscale.com, the children are at their peak income, peak tax rate. If they were to inherit a million dollars from the retirement plan, you pushed them into the highest tax bracket, they have literally lost potentially half of their inheritance. Mm. But with this program, 100% of that inheritance, more than twice the inheritance, goes directly to the children. The other major advantage is that right now we have the lowest tax rates that we've had in, in the, probably the past 40 to 50 years. Now is the best time to convert retirement funds to a Roth vehicle. Now, when you do that, you avoid the 10% early withdrawal penalty, but you have to pay the taxes on that conversion. So if you convert $10,000, you're going to have a $2,000 tax bill come April of next year. But 100% of the gain will be forever tax-free. So it creates a very strong incentive. Most people would prefer to pay the taxes now at the lowest tax rates we've had in decades. Most people believe with the tidal wave of people moving into retirement that we're going to have to increase taxes to pay for the tidal wave of baby boomers that are now moving into the Social Security and Medicare trust system. Mm-hmm. And because of that, the expectations are that we're going to dramatically increase tax with both of these programs. We also create an incredible vehicle, unlike a 401k. Most people are not aware of this, but whenever you put money into a 401k, while you're able to defer federal and state taxes, you instantly have to pay 15.3% payroll taxes as an employer. So you're losing thousands of dollars. With Benetrends, 
we're not just a finance resource. We're the industry's only full-service design firm that guarantees our products against potential fines and penalties. But we create customized plans that 98% of Americans do not have. Our contributions to our plans are going to be exempt from payroll taxes. These are programs our crooked politicians have put together and be quite direct. They're all crooked. It doesn't matter whether you're a Democrat or Republican. They're doing things to pad their wallets, protect their families, reward their campaign donors that mm-hmm. 98% of Americans do not have. But with Benetrin, you'll have that those benefits. And when you think about who, by the way, a wealth of knowledge and information, and that is a lot to take in and a lot to digest. And that's why it is so important to work with someone like yourself who understands all of these nuances and, um, you know, how to bring it all together. Uh, When you are working with someone, are you primarily working with someone that is looking for franchise business ownership, or do you ever go outside of that box? Well, 98% of the time we're helping people that are looking to acquire a business or uh, buy a franchise. We occasionally work with people that are looking to expand uh, their businesses. But 98% of the time, uh, the majority of our clients are people that are, you know, that have been downsized or they're looking to acquire a new business. Or they may be in one business, but they're thinking about starting another business. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. And if uh, you know, if someone wanted to learn more about the the rain, specifically the Rainmaker Advantage program, where and how would they go about doing that? Obviously, we're putting this podcast out there. What are some other resources for them? Well, the easiest thing to do, you know, I believe in partnering with experts, mm-hmm. partner with people that have experience to help you avoid what's now referred to as a 401k mousetrap or tax trap. Um, work with somebody that has decades of experience that, that are simply not selling funding. Uh, the unique situation with myself is I approach things from a business owner's background. Again, creating a structure that is not simply providing you funding, but more importantly, thinking about a nexus strategy, structuring a business with a goal in mind to help you accumulate, accelerate, protect wealth, and mitigate taxes. The easiest way to do that is simply to send me an email, Larry at Benetrends.com, and it's B-E-M-E-T-R-E-N-D-S.com. Or you can call me direct at 770-652-5393. And I'll send you a packet of information that will help you understand what options are available. I recommend early in the process to have an assessment done to help you understand what your options are, whether you're going to do a home equity line of credit, whether you're going to do an SBA loan, unsecured, Mm -hmm. retirement asset funding, how to structure the business, whether an LLC, an S-Corp, a C-Corp, help you understand what the different options are so that you're not making mistakes. You don't know what you don't know. And working with people that have been where you're about to go, that have owned several businesses, I have personally helped over 10,000 people buy, sell, fund, exit businesses. I train accountants and attorneys on tax strategies, exit strategies, 
partner with experts that can help you avoid costly mistakes. Mm. And to that extent, we're, that's what we've done for decades. We have an A-plus five-star service rating and an incredible 4.8 out of 5.0 Google review rating. Not too bad for a company that's been around 40 years. We also, because of our size, we have a national network of commercial insurance, liability insurance, business comp savings, uh, savings for payroll, HR. We even, for in the franchise community, we have, we have, we provide three free months of employment services to help you recruit your team and show you how to recruit and retain employees. If we get back to the three point something percent unemployment rate, keeping good employees is incredibly important. Having a resource that will help you across the board with a variety of issues as a business owner becomes extremely valuable. Our goal is not to get you into business, but help you become a successful entrepreneur. And when you eventually exit, you will all exit out of our businesses, either voluntarily or involuntarily. <laughs> and in keeping as much of that wealth for your spouse, your children, and other family members becomes very important. That is one of the biggest mistakes I find people making, having helped thousands of people go in and out of their businesses mm-hmm. over the past several decades. Well said. Well said. Thank you for that. And I do want to share with our listeners, you know, naturally, if anyone is looking at franchise business ownership, there is sort of a unique order uh, that happens here. And first, thank you to Larry, not only for sharing all of this great knowledge, but also offering up his email. And if you do reach out to him, simply let him know that you found out about him through the Franchise Business Radio Show. Uh, Funding is one key component and investment strategy when you're looking at business ownership. And um, as Larry already alluded to, it's very important to surround yourself with experts, get the right team in place to help you find the right franchise, as well as put you in touch with people like Larry, who are funding experts. Uh, So, I am very, very happy to say that Larry is one of our uh, partners, our our funding partners, and a pleasure to work with him. If you're considering franchise business ownership, feel free to reach out to me. Uh, We will start the process of assessing what are we looking for in a business, really bringing that criteria into scope uh, so we can start thinking about different businesses for consideration. In addition to that, we're going to get you in touch with the Mr. Robs and the Larrys of the world so you can actually determine what would be a wise investment strategy for you. And we're going to walk you through that entire process with the right team in place So you can be wise in making an educated and informed decision if business ownership is right for you and if you have the right investment plan in place for you. Uh, With that being said, Larry, anything else that you would like to add for our listeners? Well, just a a comment. Uh, In an environment where there are literally thousands of business and franchise opportunities, it goes directly back to working with experts. And Pam and I have worked together probably approaching a couple of decades now. Oh, boy. We've been around the block. <laughs> yes, there's, we have. There's something, to be, there's something to be said about experience. And if you think about business ownership, 
Work with people that are experts to help you filter the good from the bad. Pam works with one of the world's most respected franchise search firms. There are thousands of franchise opportunities out there to be quite direct. I believe there's a few hundred that are really offer the best return on the investment. They work with companies like Pam and her company to help them find good, qualified candidates. That's an important first step to work with someone that will filter the best from the rest. And Pam can go through assessments to help determine what is the best business for your personality, uh, your personality, your skill set, and your investment range. Together, we work together to help you not just get into a business, but to get into a business that you enjoy doing. When you do that, it's no longer a job. It's a hobby that you get paid for. Mm. And that's, if you get something that you enjoy doing, my experience is that you'll excel at it. You know, Agreed. Uh, there's a lot of businesses that can make you a decent income. But if it's like getting up and doing the donut and you don't like doing that, <laughs> it's going to be a hard way to make money. Definitely. And Pam is an expert. When I talk to her clients, and I'm very impressed with the types of businesses that she shows the person. I'm a very good, a very quick read on the personality, the skill set, and investment reach of the candidate. And together, we try to make sure that the combination of those things are being met. And that's my comment. Again, work with experts like Pam or myself to help you get to the right destination with the right capital resources um, to maximize your potential for success. And that's my final comment. <laughs> Thank you for that. And well said, uh, and uh, definitely agree. And just, uh, just to kind of additionally add to that, it is amazing when you become a business owner. It is a lot of work. Uh, it requires a lot of time. Uh, but Larry, to your point, it's very rewarding because you don't mind investing the time, the energy, or even the money when you're building something for yourself. It's a completely different mindset. Um, so it's been a pleasure. And to be quite direct, there, to be quite direct, there is no job security in the JLB. I'm a national lecturer for life management. Ten years ago, forty percent of my audience were in their mid forties or older. Mm-hmm. Now, 85% of my audience is in their mid-40s or older. Mm-hmm. The reason is healthcare. Healthcare costs have gotten so expensive with business owners, they're targeting people as they progress in age. Now is the time to get into business for yourself, but the key is finding the right business. Pam will help you find the right business. I'll help you get the capital and structure it in such a way that will make it rewarding for you and your family. Excellent. Thank you for that. Well, I do want to say thank you to both Larry as well as Jeff for being guests on the Franchise Business Radio Show. Uh, This is something that's also going to be represented in a franchise publication called Franchise Dictionary Magazine. Um, I also want to go ahead and thank our sponsors of the Franchise Business Radio Show. Uh, Thank you to Franserve, the world's largest Franchise Consulting and Expansion Organization. And also thank you to Franchise.City, a better way to buy a franchise. And please feel free to also take a look at my company, Franchise Intellect. That's www.franchiseintellect.com. Again, this is Pamela Curry, 
host of the Franchise Business Radio Show, a platform to bring together franchise professionals to connect, educate, and collaborate to serve the franchise community and those considering franchise ownership. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you again for joining Pamela Curry and her guests for the Franchise Business Radio Show, sponsored by Franchise Intellect, knowledge of the franchise community for franchise selection. More info at FranchiseIntellect.com. Also made possible in part by Franchise.City, a better way to buy a franchise. More info at Franchise.City. And FranServe, the world's largest franchise consulting and expansion organization. More info at FranServe.com. Use the social media links here to share today's show and check out more episodes at FranchiseBusinessRadio.com. Dot com.